Hello. Oh, there. Wait, was it better? Can you hear me now? Oh, you can hear me now. Welcome back, everybody. Had a little, uh, little microphone trouble to start the podcast, but it won't hold me back. I figured it out. Welcome in. Episode 3 of the Figure It Out Podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Hope you guys had a great weekend. It's Tuesday, August 24th. This is when you'll be hearing this. Record on a Monday. Great, great weekend for me. We'll get to that in a second, but first, today, first day of school. Everybody loves a good first day of school. Not a lot of work to do. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of things going on in my classes today, but you know, they're back and they'll start heating up pretty soon. Just as work and everything and life starts getting back together, you get slapped in the face with school. But hey, that's what that's what you get when you sign up to do your master's. So you can't. Uh, can't have a negative mindset. Gonna have to have a positive one here. SEMO has been, uh, they're back in class. I think a lot of people are back in class with masks. Um, regardless of how you feel about that. I forgot what it's like to go to class. I am glad that my classes are online. I narrowly escaped having to go to in-person class, but quite honestly, that sounds like absolute ass. So I try to avoid that at all costs, and I've got to work and do all this other shit. I just don't have time to go to class and walking across campus, been there, done that, don't need to do it again. Uh, I like online classes. Uh, I'll admit to you that I'm probably not as good at online classes as I am in uh, in-person classes, but um, you know we'll keep that between me and uh, the listeners. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. It'll be good. Had a great day today. Hope you did too. Uh, Like I said, my weekend. Wow, what a weekend. Uh, If you don't remember from the last episode, went up to uh, see my buddy Michael up in Jameson, Missouri. I've got a feeling about 98% of my listeners don't know where Jameson is. I didn't know either. Quaint little town. Probably about 25 people. <laughs> Realistically, probably about 200 plus. But um, yeah, I went up to one of our, uh, one of my buddies now. His name's Hondo. But he was Michael's friend first, and he's got a farm up there in Jameson, up there over by Maryville, which is where Northwest Missouri State is. So it was a good time. <sighs> Quick recap we basically just did a bunch of dude shit. And it was great. Uh, By dude shit, I mean shotguns. Went down to the river. Drove ATVs. Grilled out all weekend. Sat around a fire, drank a lot of beer. Not Michael. Not Michael, of course. He didn't drink, but I think he had a good time nonetheless. You know, you don't have to drink to have a good time. It helps, but... um, you know, it's not mandatory. 
even though I think I asked Michael to drink a beer about every every third beer I grabbed, I probably, you know, I asked Michael, hey, Michael, you need one? But you never know. You don't know until you ask. And the day Michael Briggs drinks his first full beer will be the day that I am at that exact location. Because it ain't happening without me. I've been trying for too long to for him to take that away from me. I deserve to be there in that moment. But we had a great time. It's good, I think, uh, ref- after reflecting over the weekend, I think it's good for guys to get out there and just do that kind of shit. Especially when you're with people who know what they're doing. Um, I I mean, I know my... I've I, I, uh, I got a pretty good knowledge of guns. Um, I'm not an avid gunsman. I don't, uh, I have a shotgun, I have a couple rifles, but I'm not going out there, Michael's a big gun guy, I'm not going out there, my brother's a big gun guy, I'm not going out there and, um, and buying guns and buying ammo and shit, um, unless it's for a purpose, I really like turkey hunting, um, I've been deer hunting, I think once or twice maybe, I want to get into it now that, um, I'm done playing football. Sports is always sports and hunting don't really align very well. You kind of got to pick one or the other. And uh, my childhood was picking sports, and so I just didn't have a lot of time to do that kind of stuff. But when you're with people that's uh, when you're with people that have been doing it their whole lives, it's you get it. I mean, you understand. Uh, it's it's amazing, uh, just being out there. A in nature, but B just you know being able to. To know what to look for and to shoot shit and and kill it and eat it. I think uh, everything I've killed, I've eaten. So I, I don't know that there's much of a point to hunting if you're not going to eat it. But that's just me. Um, but, dude. <laughs> those guys knew what to do out there. And it was a lot of fun. Huge farm. Hondo has a huge farm. A lot of property. I'm really excited to uh, to see them again here in a couple of weeks when we go to the wedding. Did a lot of driving, lot of driving, uh, about uh, 5.45 from uh, Jameson to uh, Cape Girardeau. That, uh, I, you know, I, 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 on that ride, I took in a lot of observations. Um, first off, and I mean this in no insult to anybody if you're from central Missouri, as a matter of fact, it's actually pretty impressive that this even holds true, but I swear to God, I think if you are from central or just a little bit northern Missouri, I think it's a requirement for you to just have some broken down truck, car, RV, trailer, something of the sorts in your front yard or side yard. You can go side yard and... Um, my buddy Curran Blamey, he's from, uh, he's not from north or, or uh, central Missouri. He's from Monette. But it's got about the same vibe. I'm curious to see what he's got to say about that someday. He's probably got, uh, he's probably got an explanation for that. He's from a small town, Monette. But um, that's just something that I picked up on. No, And you know, hey, they're probably thinking we might need that someday. And uh, if my truck were to shit out, which it has on me twice now, 
had to get it towed twice in 21, I think. Got it towed at least. Yeah, definitely. Definitely at least twice. Maybe three times. <laughs> if I had a truck sitting in, my, sitting in my front lawn, I wouldn't be so screwed. So maybe there's some merit to it. We'll get what he, we'll get, uh, we'll get what he has to say um, sometime. Maybe, I don't know, maybe even today. Who knows? I'm just kidding. Current blaming on the podcast coming up here in shortly. Uh, about uh, five or ten minutes going to have him on, so it's Tuesday. You're going to be hearing from Curran a lot on Tuesdays. Curran, uh, he reached out and wanted to get involved, and I think he's a perfect guy to have involved with the show. He knows he's on that Reddit shit, and um, i got a bunch of friends like that who... Who uh, don't do a lot of sports watching? They do a lot more Reddit surfing, and Curran's one of them. Seems like for whatever reason, Curran always knows what's going on in the world and has a good perspective, and definitely a different perspective than me. My perspective on uh, world events and things going on around us is pretty basic. I think Curran might be able to take us a little bit deeper, so that should be good. I'm excited to have him on. I haven't talked to him in a while. Going back to my uh, observations on my drive, this isn't so much as an observation as it is uh, something I'm trying to do. But um, I'm trying to. I, I tweeted it out on my on my drive, which, by the way, don't tweet and drive. But if you have to, make it good. Something like this. I'm back into late '90s, early 2000s rock. And wow, what an electric car ride from Cape Girardeau to Old Jameson, Missouri. I mean, there were songs on there that I hadn't heard in so long, and uh, they're all so good. That music is awesome. Um, they it sounds it legit sounds like they wrote it specifically for like. I mean, I'm, I know they did, but it sounds like they they just wrote it specifically for anywhere between a teenager and like your second or third year of college. <laughs> the memories just flew back to my brain. Um, the lyrics make it sound like you're going to a high school party in your parents' basement or some frat party your first weekend of college. Uh, it, it It's just amazing music. And um, there are a lot of songs in the running, but I picked one that I want you guys to listen to that maybe you haven't heard in a while. And maybe, unlike me, you are a big late 90s, early 2000s rock person. But uh, the song Scars by Papa Roach really stuck out to me this weekend and I have no idea why it was so good I'm not kidding you I probably listened to it about 10 times there maybe 20 back because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know every lyric now and it was uh it, it put me in a good mood it was a good song it is a good song and that kind of music if you have Spotify I don't know how Apple works but if you have Spotify you ought to just type in early or excuse me late 90s Early 2000s rock, because I think, and just hit shuffle. Go to the playlist, hit shuffle. Uh, I think you'll be really amazed by a what you hear and b how just how good it is. I mean, they can they're they're really talented. That whole genre is very talented, and um, it was amazing. <laughs> I had a good time in the car. On the way there, I had a good time. On the way back, a little bit more podcasts, little chiller. But, you know, every once in a while you need a little bit of a burst and 
get a little late 90s, early 2000s in your ears. And you might be cooking with oil, if you know what I mean. Another observation that I had from the weekend, from the weekend drive, and, uh, this one, this one could have some, uh, this one could have some, some, uh, blowback against me. But I'm having a, I'm starting to have a little bit of an issue with Chick-fil-A. It has absolutely nothing to do with the quality of food. It has absolutely nothing to do with the employees. A lot of people have a problem with the employees. They are a little nice, maybe, but hey, I mean, they get you in and out. Everything's good, but worthless Chick-fil-A is. Obviously, Sunday. I'm not even going to get into that. That's that's what, I guess it just is what it is. I mean, you're never going to change that. But from, and now, I could be wrong, but from Cape Girardeau to Kansas City up to Jameson, I saw Chick-fil-A advertisements all over the place. And there isn't one right off the highway. That isn't fast food. Fast foods are near highways for the most part. You've, like, for example, I think I'm just north of Kansas City, like I-35 north to Iowa. I think there was a sign for Chick-fil-A that said, "Exit." I'm, this this is totally wrong, but I'm just going to use a number. Exit 77, Chick-fil-A. 16 miles off the exit. 16 miles? Why is it not just on the highway? No Chick-fil-A is on the highway. There isn't one. It's ridiculous. I'm not going 16 miles out of my way just for Chick-fil-A. I'd rather eat McDonald's if that's the case. And I know there's going to be a McDonald's on the highway. (laughs) Are you kidding me? McDonald's? Highway? Synonymous. I mean, come on, Chick-fil-A. I wanted to go to you, but 16 miles? 16 miles? That's like Springfield to Ozark. Just to get Chick-fil-A and then come all the way back just to get back on the highway. I've already been in the car for four hours. I don't need a whole a 30-minute detour. I mean, come on. If I wanted a 30-minute detour, I'd just take a wrong turn. You know what I mean? Maybe instead of going to Jameson, head on over to Gallatin. Gallatin, small little town just next to Jameson, has a Casey's. But, I mean, fuck, that that uh, that Casey's closer, closer to Jameson than the Chick-fil-A was at the highway exit. But that's just me being on my soapbox, and maybe that's a little bit of me just being... A dickhead, but come on. I love Chick-fil-A. It's damn good. It's really good. And I just want to see it, you know, I I have ideas. Chick-fil-A, if you need me, A, no free ads. So you ought to hit me up if you want me to advertise. I'd love to do that, Chick-fil-A. But B, just get a little bit closer to the highway, man. I mean, come on, I'm begging you. We We want you. Make our road trips a little bit better. Everybody wants Chick-fil-A. It makes everybody happy. They're not going to mess up. The employees are nice. Unreal sauce. Which, by the way, I haven't heard much from the uh, sauce shortage that was going around. Or whatever the hell that was. But 
I think they're back to normal now with the sauces, so that's good. They got some good sauce, man. I mean, everyone raves about the Chick-fil-A sauce, which rightfully so, it deserves it, but ugh, man. Some of that, like, honey sriracha or whatever they have. Whew! Making myself hungry just thinking about it. But those were just my updates. The weekend was great. A lot of beers. Fully recovered. I got back Sunday and uh, went for a bit of a run. Got a mile in. Nothing crazy. Tough mile. A lot of sweat. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was just sweat or if it was a bunch of beer coming out, but... Definitely drank more beers than Zach, Drake, and uh, it was a good weekend. Moving forward, we're going to have the Monet legend, Curran Blamey. Fun fact about Curran before uh, he gets on here. He's played football against Ezekiel Elliott. Played him in high school, and that's it. That's the end of that story. Nothing else to add to that. Um, not really that impressive. Uh, but I'm not really going to give Curran that credit. So It's cool, though. <laughs> Can't wait to have Curran on. Uh, he'll be right around the corner. Let's go. Welcome back. Got a good guest to, inter uh, to introduce you to here with me. It's my buddy Curran Blamey. Quick little background on Curran. One of my all-time favorite teammates, all-time good friends. And I just got to ask you, Curran, did you ever play Ezekiel Elliott? You know, Chandler, I did. I did indeed. Really? Yeah, you know. Uh, I mentioned that briefly in my intro. Uh, I recorded a little bit before I had you on. I just said that you had played him. I didn't really give any details, but uh, I didn't really didn't really talk it up. It's not really that impressive to anybody. Yeah, it's really not that impressive. Uh, you know, we didn't even win the day, so. You know, it was a tough loss, but there was some good that came out of it. Yeah. You know? Good press, I would have to say. Expand on that. Well, I was lucky enough um, to extend my high school football season just a little bit. We ran into Ezekiel Elliott, the Class 3 semifinal. For those of you that don't know that are listening, Ezekiel Elliott, Dallas Cowboys, hard knocks. Pretty good. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Built like a horse. I mean, the dude was bad. You know, got to give a shout-out to him. Obviously, you know, his football career ended just a little differently than mine. Yep. Uh, that being said, there was still a going on. It hasn't even still, ended still going on. Still going on. Yeah. Still going on. Um, I mean, Edwards Lair, you know, probably going to beat him in every way, shape, and form. But, you know, that's a conversation for another day. Another day. But, yes, I agree. Yeah, you know, I'm from the 417. Shout out. I know Chandler said he's going to say that uh, – Springfield is rad in every episode, so we'll go ahead and hit that quota early. Shout out 417. Shout out 417, but the uh, Springfield Ozone did a little piece on Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, this was after he had done some time at Ohio State. And not to toot my own horn here, but, you know, 
he said that no one had hit him quite as hard as Curran Blamey did in that class three semifinal bout. And there you have it, folks. That's who I have on the podcast with me tonight. Uh, if you're not fired up for this episode, I'm not really sure what I'm going to be able to do here in my future because this guy's got it going on. He's drinking a bush light, big red one. Nope, just big one with a red label. Yeah, 25 fluid ounces. It's all good. You know, got to stay hydrated. The big one reminds me, I think that's what uh, the rocket that Sid orders to strap uh, Buzz to in Toy Story 1. That's exactly what he ordered. Because <laughs> it comes in the mail and he's like, the big one. <laughs> <laughs> so he's ready to go. Current, how have you been, buddy? Haven't I honestly haven't talked to you in quite some time, it feels like. Yeah, it's uh it has been a minute. I mean, shit, I didn't even know that you know you had gone to SEMO really. I saw yeah. later and obviously reached out to you. Right. Um, especially after I got a a little bit of a surprise that you started the uh, podcast, which I was super hyped about, by the way. Thank you. Um, you know, I've just been, uh, I've been working. We're back in the office, which. Uh, you are. You know, kind of sucks, honestly. What's, uh, what's, sorry to go off on a tangent, but what's Monet's mask? What's it like? Does anybody care? I wouldn't imagine a lot of caring. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine a lot of caring is going on, but, you know, I just wanted to check in. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, there's uh, not a lot of doings down here in Monet. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was kind of weird. Anytime I'd go anywhere, especially to Springfield, at the peak of the COVID, you know, scare and everyone having masks on and everything. Right. People just didn't did not care in Monet. Anywhere you went, I mean, you go to Walmart. They had a lady who was handing out masks who was just sitting in her chair. You know, no one. Yeah. No one really cares. Yeah, that's kind of how Cape is. Uh, they're like pretending to care. Yeah. <laughs> they're like trying to make it seem like they're really worried about like protecting everybody. But they're, um, like they're caring example, on Facebook is what they're doing. Like, for example, yeah, well, that. But like, for example, so like the town of Cape Girardeau doesn't really give a rat's ass. When I say Cape, I kind of reference SEMO. Uh, see, they're like, we're no, there hasn't been a mask mandate all summer in the town and then email last week i think said uh all all university buildings you must have a mask and um for a month so they're going to go till september 17th and we're going to reevaluate the mask mandate but it's just like what i don't understand what are they what are they saying about vaccines i don't know honestly is there a mandate i once i got my vaccines i just tuned out I just bought into like, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't know anything about it. True. Um, and uh, so I was just like, I was like, you know what? I think I'm protected, but that's just me. You know, yeah. I, I respect other people's opinions, but. Well, uh, you know, you, you want me on for current news. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was going to bring up here in a little bit that the, uh, the FDA just granted full approval to the oh, Pfizer. Pfizer. Yes. I did. Yeah, I baby. Shout out. I got Pfizer, so I think I'm good. I think you're good. I got the Johnson Johnson one shot, you know. Now, I heard not great things about that. I <laughs> but I'm no expert. It could be better than mine. I mean, I haven't really been able to see out of my left eye since I got it, but, is you that, know, maybe that's something else. 
Is that a joke or are you being serious? That's, that's just jokes. That's just jokes, folks. Just, just jokes. jokes. Just jokes. I'm not kidding. You had me. You could have <laughs> kept that going for a while. Um, I think I referenced this in the first episode, maybe the second. But uh, I told the, the audience that uh, Alyssa is helping out. Um, yeah. A, she's been a huge help. Um, we had a really, honestly, we had a really good first week for a podcast that has really no platform and really everybody listening is a friend of mine or an acquaintance or some rather intertwined with me. I, I don't, I don't imagine I have a lot of strangers listening to the <laughs> figure it out podcast with me, but Hey, we're getting there. And she's played a, she's been playing a really big part of that. So a, from me to her through you, uh, I'm thanking her. B, yeah. what ha- what has she said? She enjoyed it so far. Oh, uh, she's the one. Honestly, she's the one who sent me that you even had the first episode. I I hadn't even seen it out, and she sent me. Oh, I'm sure really? you've seen this already. Here it is, and I immediately threw it on and then acted like I had I had already heard it. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But then she, you know, she. I had talked to her about me and one of my cousins, you know, working on a podcast. Everyone says they want to start a podcast, you know. Right. That was one of those people for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone says it. You did it. And I immediately, that's why I was so excited. Yeah. And uh, she was like, you know, we should try and help. You know, she wanted to help and be like, hey, I could do something like social media. And I was like, that sounds, you know, great. If, you know, you want to do it, you know, I'm sure he would appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and that's when I reached out and was like, bro, I got to get on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my our podcast was going to be called Kern and Kelly's Corner. So we'll take Kern's Corner and kind of change it into current events. I like that. Hey, I can. This is uh, this is an unidentifiable object. So we can have corners all over the place if you want it to. That's true. <laughs> we can tuck in Kern's Corner right into the podcast. No problem. And a sweet 90 degree. But um, yeah, I. I mean, I felt like, you know, I feel like I know social media pretty well. I kind of understand it, but it just always helps to have more people helping you. I mean, the more people you can reach, the better and the quicker the podcast can take off. And she's played a big part in that and Curran's Corner. And uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm uh, I'm excited to have her and you as a part of the podcast, really. Really, really honored to be here, man. (laughs) I think that an unbelievable, and this is in your circle, I think that an unbelievable person to have on the podcast would be Ben Howard. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I was thinking about that today. Oh, you know, honestly, I'm a little nervous. I've been thinking about what I'm going to say. And yeah. I was just thinking about, obviously. Oh, dude, Howard. just let it roll. Take another Obviously, here. Derek Slermanek, you know. Yeah. But then I thought, the creature that is... The story, the stories that that guy has, it's got to be a lot. The things that I witnessed this swamp creature do is just Give Billy a, Butt Cheeks. Billy Butt Cheeks is his name, and that, and that, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, the guy has a reputation for being just a, an interesting creature. Really, <sighs> um, he would have some stories to tell us. Oh, which yeah. it was actually a sad day when he when he left the team and you're telling me i mean i had him in the room with me at linebacker yeah. and then all of a sudden i had what eric Greeley in my room <laughs> Dude, i had him on the scout field with me 
They would just... of Eric Greeley, good luck this year, Saint. Yeah, yeah, Eric Greeley, if you're listening, have fun with Jameis behind uh, behind the center. But hey, he threw a touchdown pass tonight. I even shouted him out. I mean, it was a bomb. I got to give him that. It looked good. But uh, the Saints stink. <laughs> Thank God, too. And yeah, well, well, you never know. Old Taysom Hill. There's two BYU quarterbacks going to start in the NFL this year. So. It's a damn shame. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but Ben Howard. <laughs> Billy, baby, Howard, Billy. Yeah. What's he doing now? Where is he? I think he's uh, in Columbia. He's doing really good, actually. Construction, uh, right? Yeah, construction management, maybe. Yeah, he works for some company. What yes. already builds. Probably some stupid shit if I knew Billy. No, he probably actually <laughs> No, I think he was at the unit. He was in Columbia. I, I'm not sure what he was building. It, I've seen it on Instagram and stuff. It looked really nice. So I'm sure they did a great job and he did a great job, general manager. Columbia. Ugh. Ugh. Nothing good there, honestly. Oh, honestly, not, it tastes bad. Yeah. Not throwing shade, but. Ugh. Ugh. I know. It ain't no Springfield, baby. Shout out. We love it. Springfield. Sick. Okay. Well, Curran. Um, I actually have one more thing I want to bring up before I let you, before I turn it over to you. Have you seen this like milk crate thing going around? Oh, have I? My, uh, one of my buddies will leave me alone. These things pop up. This, how long is this thing going to be around? Three weeks? (laughs) Until until someone gets very seriously hurt. Yeah, I would guess. and it isn't too far away. I don't think. Because no, I've seen I've seen some guys take some dumbbells now. Dude, those guys are like up. They, that one guy that was doing the dumbbell presses is the one I saw that caught my attention. He like gets up on all these stupid ass milk crates, and is like straight leg shoulder pressing when he's got Adam Lang yelling at him like up on top of this, up on top of this unstable surface. It's just like why. Why are people doing this? Why do people do this kind of thing? Like, if you're not planking for, like, an abdominal workout, <laughs> like, why were people just doing that? <laughs> These things just come and go. It's just the dumbest shit. I, you know, honestly, I think it's fantastic. If these guys want to play stupid games, they can win stupid rewards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's fine. If, if someone's like, hey, I think I can make it up those milk crates, I'm going to be the one who's standing there recording it go, I bet you can't. Yeah, go for it, my guy. Yeah, let's let's see what you got, baby. Glad you were pressing those weights up there because I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll, stick, I'll stick to the ground. Yeah, my uh, my neck's fine down here. Yeah, well, that's probably because you were doing manual neck. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Curran's Corner. Welcome to the podcast. Um. So my idea is with the Curran's Corner before he gets started here, uh, like I said in the intro, um, you know, I have a very basic knowledge of, of news and events. Um, I don't uh, have Reddit. <laughs> I know that I have a bunch of, bunch of friends that love Reddit, Curran being True, one. true. Maybe if I got a Reddit, I would be a little bit more in tune with the uh, with the world. But no, that's why I have my my good friends in my life. 
That's what Curran's going to stop by and do. And we're not going to get political. Like, I don't want to make True. it where we're going to be talking about how much people hate Trump or Biden or all that dumb shit. But we're just going to talk about things and I'm going to discuss them and get some perspective and offer some some feedback. And I'm not going to try to step on anybody's toes. So, Curran, talk to me, brother. <clears throat> well, like I said earlier, it's an honor to be here. Um, I wanted to, you know, just obviously we're working on this. Um, it'll get better. Hopefully every week it'll get better. Um, but wanted to start, you know, saying, uh, me and you are probably going to say a lot of things and not, you know, not wanting to speak for you, wanted to say that sometimes people may not agree with what we have to say, which is fine. Yep. Um, obviously, if you have, you know, anything bad to say, that's fine. Everyone has their own opinion. Um, reach out to all of us. The only way we're going to make this better is by feedback. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And if I really hurt your feelings and, uh, you know, you really feel bad about something that I say, just know it's probably, you know, just a joke. Right. Then, yes. Yes, ninety nine percent of what we say is probably joking around. So, and if I say go cry about it, I do mean that though. You can go if you if you get really mad about something, you can go cry. Okie doke. Wanted to start back real quick with saying just a couple corrections is what I think I want to get on. Corrections um, from like uh, past podcasts or from the past two podcasts that I've heard. Okay. Um, you know, I can't I can't speak for every actual fact but i just wanted to touch on some things that i heard lay it on me all right i did a couple questions you know this is a little loose what coaches you got there at semo that you had it was juice yeah kramer uh coach williams coach juice williams coach Uh, okay and um one that you didn't have that was a ga uh here or at missouri state my last year his name's connor bonato Gotcha. He's down here with the linebackers, outside linebackers, actually. So, yeah, there's three of them. Um, Kramer, <laughs> Kramer's hilarious. <laughs> but I love Coach Williams, dude. He's so funny. Coach Weems? Yeah, and you know what's, you know what's funny? I actually think Kramer listens to this, and I'd like to say something. He wears very little team-issued gear. That somehow doesn't surprise me. Is <laughs> he still wearing that? Is he still wearing that big ass dumbass hat that he was wearing? <laughs> no, I had I not seen him wear the bucket hat. I don't even think he goes hat anymore. I think he just goes with sunglasses. Wow, but braving it. Simo's Under Armour, and this is this is quick. Simo's Under Armour. He's out there in a pair of New Balances. Kramer. Granted, they are nice New Balances, but hey, I thought I it was all tw- team. You know, I, th- I I think I vividly remember getting my ass reamed for not wearing team gear. Oh, I've got a story. I come out to practice one day in a pair of black team-issued Adidas cleats. <laughs> team-issued. I end up getting 200 after practice because they aren't white. <sighs> Sounds exactly right. 200 yards of up-downs. Now, granted, I saw a lot of people do a lot more than that, but, dude, that's bullshit. 
Yeah, you were one of them too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I did it. I did a few yards. How many yards do you think you did total? Oh. And while he thinks about this, people, it's one up down every five yards up and back on a football field. So just keep that in mind when he tells you what his number is, because it's probably I'd, very accurate. I'd say, honestly, I think it was around 2,500, 3,000. Yeah. Not crazy, but I got a lot of 500s and I that got one. Yeah, that's, that's not crazy over five years, but that's still just a lot of unnecessary movement. Well, most of them have in like the last three, I would say, probably. Okay. You, Probably. You, you got a little bit more confidence, got a little bit more angry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to do 500 because one of my classes got canceled. Uh, and I don't think it was Coach Weems, but it was one of the coach helpers oh, said I wasn't no. in class. And the class was canceled, still had to do it. Coach Benovanek never apologized to me for it either. So, but anyways, let's get on to the news. Yep. I got a couple things. Oh, yeah, fixes. uh, Chandler in his second episode said that he uh, might have messed up on the Jared wedding. Yes. Jared, if you're listening, I want you to know that was me who called that out. I own my mistake. That's true. That's true. That's true. You know, it it happens. Um, I was in the wedding, which is why I immediately knew. So just wanted to get that out there. Also, Chandler told the story last week. Um, as an avid listener of the pod, I caught on to it immediately. Is this with Austin or is this with is with this Austin? Oh, this is with Austin. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you were talking about how you and Zach had a super super fun time at a Chiefs game, and then you had a haul home for weights. Uh, he failed to mention that your boy was driving them the entire time that's right so just you know just clearing some things up also on that note would like to give a shout out to tim drake uh because i had i i stayed at one of my buddies and went and picked him up and when i got there you know i felt like absolute dog shit i was hung over and his dad had made breakfast burritos and was like kern you've got to get one of these and i was like uh i guess i'll take one Great call. It was delicious. Shout out. They're good cooks. Tim Drake, shout out. Very good. Uh, all right. I'm, dude, current. I forgot that you did that, man. I forgot that we met up with your buddy uh, from Monette up there. And I really forgot. I don't go to Monday night. I've only been to one Monday night game. So I think that's part of my issue. Like, I can remember Sundays, but the Monday is what threw me off. Yeah, so we also, you know, I, I wasn't that mad about it. Only, you know, we split up when we got there, too, because I had tickets for him. You were with Zach. Oh, Nance. that's right. Yeah. So we yeah. did. We, we did, did split we didn't up. split together because it was just yeah, yeah. Zach. You're right. You're right on that account. I wasn't invited. So, <clears throat> um, all right. Let's talk a little bit about – uh, about the news, you know, might as well get into it, right? Yeah, Fox I think, news, CNN, that kind of thing. You know, I do my best, I try and stay off Facebook. You know, you can say whatever, but try and stay off it just because half the time I see my dad, you know, going on rants, and yeah. you know, everyone I know is just it seems like they're just pitted against each other. And I just think it's, I, th- I just think it's dumb. I see a lot of closed mindedness. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I, I don't. I don't need. That. 
I don't need to deal with that. I don't need that shit. So I stay away from it. But that being said, I mean, I think if my piece is about current news, we've got to talk about Afghanistan. Absolutely. Just a smidge. Yeah. No, I um, wanted to bring it up because I'm a little ignorant on the situation. Yeah, I think uh, obviously I'm not the greatest reporter. I haven't done all my due diligence. Right. Um, obviously, it's fucked. We all know that. No. Um, the question is now, uh, are we going to get everyone out? And when are we going to get everyone out, if we can? Well, uh, I guess I have a question. Don't, okay. If we're going to get everybody out, don't we have to send everybody back? True. But I mean, like, think, you know, that, well, you got to, the Taliban and our, you know, leadership came to an agreement, however much you can believe that, obviously, I, I read today that there was a firefight outside the airport, which we agreed that, you know, you'd give us the airport, let everyone get out, and we'll get the fuck out, you know? Yeah. That, that's what was agreed to. That was the agreement? That was the agreement. Okay. All right, I did not know that. I really did. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you've got people not with the U.S. military who, like, I saw French soldiers went in and were trying to get Europeans out, trying to get them to the airport because they were stuck in the city, met with heavy resistance. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just a shit show. And obviously, I don't have a solution at all. Actually, I do have one solution. That is what it, it might work. We send in Alex Jones. Oh, yeah, Jones. Because that dude would take care of business. I don't know, though, dude. He uh, <laughs> He's a scary guy. He is a scary guy. I, I say we send him over there for sure, but let's not just send him. Let's send some other people with him. Yeah, we'll send Cole. Cole can grab the bags. Yeah, everything. Christensen can get in there. We can uh, – let's uh, – no. Yeah, let's get Cole over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, got, I, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, we can, we can only hope that everyone gets out of the safe, but it's not looking like it's going to happen. Do I have an answer to it? Absolutely not. Um, do I think we absolutely fuck this one? Yeah, a little bit. But isn't it like, kind of weird that it's like it was really kind of both presidencies messed us up, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not blaming any presidencies. I'm not right. here to do that. And no, but what I'm saying is like, it's, it's legitimately, and it's rarely this, it's legitimately everyone's fault. Yeah, it's literally that every party announced a date that we were going to pull out. Yeah, and now Announced course. our plans. I mean, you, you just can't do that sh- You just can't do that shit, honestly. Yeah. And uh, one, of, one of my buddies, one, one of my buddies wanted to bring up the point of how he had watched a a piece on Vietnam and how it was, you know, yeah, so close, the same thing. But that can be said about anything, you know, that can be said about the U.S. back when we first became a country. It can, it, it can be said about Korea. It can be said about anything. The fact of the matter is we all know now, I think, that we were there for a fucked up reason in the first place. So we got that one. Greed. 
fuck that one up. And then we did a piss poor job. I mean, you can't control a country. You can't control the people, especially when we're us, NATO, whoever's going in there. We can try and train the Afghanis, which we did, to keep peace in a way. But when you have the majority of everyone in the country who's pissed off, I mean, there's there's no real way to subdue the people. There's just not a chance. So I think what we should have realized is what would have happened, what what was going to happen, and now we see what has happened. Yeah, I had that's a really good point. I hadn't even thought about uh, what you said about how we announced to the world when we were leaving. Like, duh, they started planning. They knew the day it was going to happen. That, that's yeah, why I, we didn't prevent 9-11. That would be like if the Taliban's like, we're going to hijack this plane. On yeah. The day. Yeah, they send out an ominous tweet. Yeah. You know, and it's 9 fireworks, yeah. you know. I mean, come on. Yeah, poorly executed there. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, it just seems like it's just sad for everybody. It is. It's sad for people that had to go over there and serve. I mean, like you like we alluded to, we have a couple friends that are wanting to serve. If they're in that situation, I'm sure they'd have a really pissed off uh uh viewpoint. I know I've got a buddy that was in the Marines uh, back in Kansas City now. I know he's really pissed off about it. And then, I would be too. And then there's people that are pissed off because they like they don't understand war. They're like looking at it from like a like we're bad people. Like I, what, I just don't understand. Like we can't control what they're doing. I don't feel like exactly. And I mean, you know, like I said, at this point, in my opinion, the only thing we can do is try and get everyone out. Yeah. But, and we can leave them to their own devices. And I know that sounds fucked up, but everyone was pissed off that we went there in the first place. And the same people that were pissed off that we went there in the first place are now mad that we're leaving them to deal with everything. That's right. Yeah. So, so you know, you can have it one way or the other. We can be there and trying to protect them, or we can leave them to their own devices. And, you know, I, I've seen a lot of good from the people of Afghanistan who are still fighting, you know, um, I know the Taliban isn't awesome with women, and I've seen a lot of posts of women who are still fighting, you know, so we got to give a shout out to all of them. Yeah. Hopefully, those are the people you feel the worst for. It's like if we left, if we leave the country and don't come back, it's like they're yeah, just... it, it, I hope th- I hope people understand how bad it will get. Um, and that, you know, that's just. It's a reality at this point. That's a reality. That's a reality of what it is. Exactly right. Those ideals are rooted in thousands of years of ideology. They're not just going to change just because we left. So, exactly. If anything, they're a little more pissed off. But yeah. Well, that's Afghanistan. That's Afghanistan and Taliban and Afghanistan. In our awesome opinions, which are clearly exactly right. Yeah. All right. I wanted oh, yeah. to give a couple more shout outs um, in recent news. I know that there were, were some, uh, when I was at least playing in Springfield, there were mm-hmm. a few um, track runners from the Barbados. Okay. I don't know if anyone's kept up, but they just elected their first president. Shout out democracy. And... <laughs> It's Governor General Dame Sandra Mason. 
First president woman. Barbados, well done. Shout out to the Barbados. Yeah, this luck. might be a really this might be a really dumb question, but what the hell is the? I mean, where is the Barbados? They're islands. I'm pretty sure. They're islands. Do we know where they're at? I mean, yeah. Why don't you give that 34k TV at Google or whatever the hell you got? <laughs> Barbados is a country in the Caribbean. Nailed it. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that since she's a dame, that that's a British colony, or was. Maybe even still is. A British territory, maybe? Uh, I'm going to guess if it was in the Caribbean, yeah. You um, know, they British, British had a lot of rule in the Caribbean. Shout out. Shout out shout soccer. Out. Shout out football. Yeah, if you will. Um, that's a big win. That's a big uh, win for women there. First big team. Huge. Love it. Huge. Love it. What else can you say? Uh, RIP to New Zealand's quarantine success. Uh, I don't know if you've seen. They're in like, they decided some weird stage system. So they're in stage four lockdown. Where is this? Louisiana? Uh, New Zealand. Sorry. Oh, New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> Not new. I thought you said, I legit thought you said Louisiana like you were Theo Vaughn. I'm going to have to go back and listen <laughs> to that again. I thought you said, <laughs> I can tell you right now, I didn't hear New Zealand, but continue. Uh, yeah, their quarantine success is no longer a success, which really sucks. I saw that they, uh, they, were they had been having a lot one, of fun. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they nailed it. Hadn't, uh, mess or really gotten any right? Yeah, um, but I think they. I could be wrong, but I think what I read was like they had a hundred cases, so mm. I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll rebound from that. Yeah, but you know, to kind of not be you know a dick or whatever, but like it's just got to be easier for a country like that to contain or prevent a pandemic i mean it's so small and it's so far away from everything and they cut it off i mean almost yeah, immediately. Like immediately yeah so it's like of course they were the lowest true but, also, but you know that's just me being the devil's advocate i mean of course shout out to them <laughs> of course um <laughs> uh, here's a here's something that i'm not sure i agree with um and i want to hear from you and the New York Post said that eating one hot dog mm. takes 35 minutes off your life. Well, let's start with the positive. I doubt that. <laughs> but let's play a game where we say, okay, it's like scientifically proven. How many hours are off your life? I mean, I've eaten a shit ton of hot dogs. Think about, uh, what's his name? Joey. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Chestnut. dude. Chestnut. Hot dog champion. That dude's not living very much longer. Yeah, bro's running on borrowed time. I mean, shit, he might be in the negative, honestly. Dude, he won the, he won the thing. He won the Nathan's hot dog eating contest again. He set his own, I think he beat his own record. How many? Let's yeah, let's do a little bit of quick math. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna get the record here and then we're gonna do the math on it. I think that'll be really interesting. That's just by the way, I don't like that contest either. It's disgusting. 
Just just dip it in the water and slide it down your gullet. <laughs> no mustard. Just dip it in the water so it'll slide down your gullet more easily. <laughs> okay, he ate 70... No, wait. He ate 76 hot dogs a month ago. <laughs> 76. Yeah, 76 hot dogs. That's 2,600 minutes off his life. Okay. 44 hours. That's not bad. I mean, that's two days off your life, Karen. Yeah, yeah. What if you died two days before your... I mean, he's got to be the ultimate hot dog machine, you know what I'm saying? True. He's got to be at the the bleeding edge of hot dogs eaten. Yeah, that's actually kind of sad now that I think about it. It's actually not that cool of a stat anymore without math. I mean, if he eats that many hot dogs, but dude, also, okay, yes, he eats that many hot dogs in one day. True. But (laughs) I've eaten a lot of hot dogs in 24 years, probably more than 76, I'd say. That's true. So you're on, but I mean, you're only looking at two days off your life though, you know, even if you've had, you know. Yeah, he probably does eat a hot dog more than just that day. I don't know, though. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he legit doesn't. He just saves it all for that one day. Can you imagine if he, like, his his least favorite food is hot dog? It's got to be, right? It's either his least favorite food or it's his favorite food. That's it. I, that's right? Gotta be his, it's got to be one of his favorite foods. It has to be. Let's get him on the podcast. Yeah. Joey Chestnut, <laughs> if you're out there or if anybody knows him, uh, please have him, <laughs> have him figure it out with me. Free ads, because that's my free ad. ads. Free ads. For me, though. No other free ads for anybody else. <laughs> All right. Okay, back to, I, I mean, sure, New York Post. If that's yeah, what you need to you. cover, if that's what you need to cover, then then put it out, I guess. I mean, that's yeah. just kind of worthless news, but cool. Some interns in there making shit up. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Another fun fact, and you know, I, we don't want to get too crazy into it, but evolution no. is now accepted by the majority of Americans. Yeah, I don't think that's really surprising. I think it's been trending that way. I think, I guarantee you too, like we'll look back in 10 years and see some sort of steady decline post-pandemic from from a religious standpoint, I feel like. That's true. I mean, I think it's been going on for years. It has been, but, like, especially without people going, like, being able to even go to church, and it just kind of seems like it's... I feel like when I was growing up, it was a lot more important. Like, I went to church every Sunday growing up. Yeah, but you have... here. Here's one thing that you have to think about. To, let's, let's fly back to 2005. I guess for me, 2005, 2007. Yeah. I was, I was 10, 12 at the time. You know, I was in Catholic school mm-hmm. and we were going to church all the time. But what else did you have to do back then? You know, you didn't have, well, didn't really have a choice. I mean, like my parents were like, get up, we're going. Oh, bit huge, true. Yeah. Jane made sure my ass got to church. Right. Like I wasn't going to be able to stay home. <laughs> yeah. 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 But what I'm saying is, it seems like in this day and age, everyone's so, I don't fucking know, so worried about going, as in moving forward, doing something. Yes. 
you know, like let's golfers? go to the let's go to the park and play fucking golf frisbee and yeah, yeah, Bang you know, planes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let's go walk a dog and whatever. Anyways, all I'm saying is it just seems like with the access to information, obviously that all of us grew up in. Uh, at the turn of the age with the internet and everything, it's no wonder why religion has fallen. You know, at the same time, there was what five channels on the TV when our parents were growing up. And the only thing that they had to do was hang out in the community. And one way to do that was you're going to church every Sunday because you were going to go see everyone in your community. Yeah, we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to do that. Shout out. Thank God. Shout out technology. We can just have a community on our couch on a Sunday with our cell phone. I mean, that's all all a group message is. That's way more entertaining than church. I got red wine at the house, you know what I'm saying? I don't need to go to church. Yeah, true. No. Um, But, you know, the body of Christ (laughs) and the blood of Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to get into it. No, no, no. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. That's just an observation. True. True. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to ask a question. You said Cam was a cheerleader. Yes, my dad. Uh, Where at? I, I went, he's from Ozark. Um, was this, played center, and was a cheerleader uh, during the basketball season. What was he beating on the ground like they do, or and his, him and a bunch of his. Him and his his high school best friend, and I think another one of them were all on the cheerleading team. He makes okay. some pretty he makes some pretty valid arguments. Hey, wait, wait, wait! Before you get into it, this is this is why I led you into it. Okay. <clears throat> like I I, I want to start before I tell the story. Right. Like I said, most people, or, or some people, might not agree with what I say or might have reservations. Like you said. Mm-hmm. Your parents were talking about the F word and things like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, for those with some sensibilities, it might not be the best story. But anyways, it's a true story. So it needs to be told. Okay. Um, so if you can believe it or not, in high school, I rocked a mohawk for a little bit of a time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as did many a monation. Um. Me and my one of my best buddies, shout out Tyler Green, were in Walmart one day. Both of us had mohawks. And I don't know if you're familiar with Barry and Lawrence County uh, down here, Southwest Mo. Barry at the time was the capital of methamphetamine. Mm. Uh, lots of meth heads. Okay. Um, so we're walking through Walmart and a meth head comes up. Well, I say presumed method after looking at his eyes. Need more facts, but it, yeah, his first... demeanor and his story. <clears throat> yeah, first impression. He said, he said, bros, love the Mohawks. Go Navajo. You know, they they made that shit famous back in the day. What <laughs> what are you what are you alphas up to? And we're like, we're literally just walked through Walmart, you know, just getting some things. He's like, hell yeah, hell yeah. So y'all, you guys play football or what? We're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we play football. I'm pretty excited. This was during football season. We all had the mock. Uh, pretty, looking pretty forward to Friday. Yeah. 
and he's like, yeah, dude, that's sick. Uh, he's like, yeah, I didn't play football, man. I was a cheerleader. <laughs> and we're like, oh, oh, really? He's like, yeah, bro, everyone made fun of me for it in high school, dude. But all I was doing was pumping iron and pumping pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out, Cam. I don't want to confirm nor deny any of that, but he <laughs> has made some compelling uh, arguments to why they did it. And yeah. um, we'll leave it at that. We'll you leave can, it at that. You can infer whatever you want to infer, but uh, that's what he was. That's what it was. Shout out. That's a hilarious story. As a matter of fact, that sounds like a typical day at the Monet Walmart. It is a typical day at the Walmart in Monet. All right. I thought, you know, we don't want to get too crazy in the news. Obviously, I don't know that much. So I thought we'd do a little switch to some local news. Oh, like uh, 417 News? 417, Springfield News Leader. And I've got a quick question. Who gave Wyatt Wheeler, who gave him the green light to make the power ranking? Or to do anything, honestly. What, what was his power ranking? I didn't actually see it. Let me pull it up. What was he ranking? He was ranking the Southwest Missouri top 25 football teams. Obviously. Like, that are like in high school or the ones that yep. are just in the – okay. In high school, which, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is not. Right. But he, he, he did preface with saying that obviously, you know, the different classes make a difference. He did also put Pier City in front of Glendale, though. Oh. I don't know. Don't well, know. they might be better in Class 2 or 3 or whatever they are than, than Glendale is in Class 5, uh, quite class honestly. Two. I mean, and yeah. But, that yeah. pains me to say. I mean, I absolutely love it, but that's just kind of the fairness of the, of the beast, I guess. But um, Speaking of Glendale, they play Friday? They play Friday down in, I can't believe I'm saying this, two out of three episodes. They play in <laughs> Howell County. West Plains. Yeah. Guess where West Plains is on the power ranking? I bet they're up. I, they might be in the top ten, maybe top five. Number three. Wow. Oh, here and it is. Where oh. is poor Glendale? I would imagine not in the top 25. Number 20. Oh. We're going to have a three versus 20 bout. Who's your money on, Chan? Oh, dude, I'm taking Mock and the boys by at least. I mean, dude, I was on the sidelines last year. We had them beat. I'll just say that. We lost. I'm not afraid to admit that. We definitely ended up and deserved to lose. But we had them on the ropes big time. But I'll also say this. It's a different atmosphere down there. It's a nasty atmosphere down there. (laughs) (laughs) And and I mean that in a good way. Like, you're going to go down there and you better be ready to play or they're going to they're going to hit you hard and their crowds going to let you know about it. What but this is the a, zippers? Hey, okay. Now I, I uh, know that a lot of uh, Missouri staters have an issue with Wyatt. I'm not one of those people. I actually really like Wyatt, Stop. but I also understand why people didn't like Wyatt. And I'm also pretty sure that he follows the pod. I'd love to have him on the pod. I think he'd be great for, to have on the podcast. He would be great to have on the podcast. Um, 
Uh, but uh, Lamar number one. Ah. Shout out our boy Ooh. Jared, state champion Jared. But, I but. Mean, if classes play a part, you can't put class two at number one in the state. Not a in Southwest hey, Missouri. I will say they were in my conference growing up and they did kick our ass. We were class three. But over Webb City? There's just no way they're beating Webb, right? Not, not a chance, in my opinion. Obviously, I'm not as versed and knowledgeable as Wyatt, so we'll leave it there. <laughs> True. Wyatt does know all. No, no. I definitely disagree with Wyatt, but that's why I think that's what makes sports journalism good. But, you know, it's true. what it is. I think Wyatt's just bought into the villain role in sports media, and you got to have those kind of people. Everybody hey, someone's to get gotta Bayless. Do it. Yeah. Sure. Everybody someone's has to get Bayless, and um, he's pretty damn successful. So, yeah, I, actually, yeah. I like that you showed me this list. This list is pretty dope. Yeah, I saw it. This Catholic. I don't think Catholic's better than Glendale, but oh, they play at Lamar. Oh, week one. That's tough. You think Jared? What do you think Jared Beshore is doing right now? What is today? What today's Monday? Oh, today's dude, Monday. he's uh. No, they're practicing for sure. Not right now. Oh yeah, not right now. He's probably um, just finishing up in the film room. No, dude, he's watching The Bachelorette or whatever. <laughs> he's not doing football stuff. That stuff's been over. Yeah, it's only Monday, and they're playing Catholic, dude. He can't be that worried. <laughs> True, dude. No fucking chance they're worried. <laughs> oh, let's go to Catholics. We can watch film if we want to win the freshman game. <laughs> I've got a quick question for you, Curran. What's going on? Um, this is way off topic. No worries. But um, this goes back to uh, our football days. What's your worst memory from college football? It can be anything. I'm really curious to hear this. Everyone always talks about what their best memories are. But that wasn't really the way our friend group got down. It was more of a let's bitch about the worst times. True. That which was a lot of fun. Um, I think I might have one in mind, but I'd like to hear what you have to say. And it can be, it doesn't have to be just from playing. It can be from sitting around in the in the locker room, anything. Worst memory. Yes. That's a tricky one. I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, I'm sure as I'm sure that many people who listen to our Bears, our former Bears, uh, they know that Division One athletics isn't always what it's cracked out to be. Um, there were a lot of good times and there were a lot of bad times. I mean, there's no beating the good times. You know, that's what everyone always asks about, you know, what's your favorite memory? And everyone's like, Oh, I can't believe the victory we had against blah, blah, you know, right. But the worst times there was a lot of, there was, there's a lot of pain and suffering that goes into what people see and what people in the stands leave after halftime, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd have to say the worst memory I had was 
I mean, it's just something. Uh, you want me to go first? I can give you some time. I can do mine. I've got yeah, mine right at the top. Yeah, mine let's is, hear yours. Let's hear yours. Mine's early. Mine's freshman year in this club called Cub Club. And uh, for those, quick, quick little background on Cub Club, it was for uh, red-shirting freshmen and uh, senior or upperclassmen that didn't that weren't traveling or playing in the game that week. Six a.m. Friday morning late, so um, not a lot of Thursdays at Boogie for me. But hey, it made me a little bit stronger, maybe. But one morning, uh, one of the uh, upperclassmen that had to go to Cub Club, which I do agree was a slap in the face. Like, dude, that's so stupid. They had to go, but. Uh, Shout out my boy Stacy Thornton. He Huge won. shout out. Yeah, I love Stacy. I still do, even after the story, which is hard to believe, but I do <laughs> I always really like Stacy. Um, <laughs> he decided to uh, either A, miss um, Cub Club that morning or skip it. And a lot of speculation is that he skipped it, but that's here and over there. So our strength coach gets every chain in the weight room and strings them together. And that's probably like 20, 25 of us stretches this chain out. And he said, everybody pick it up. And we're like, Oh God, here we go. We proceed to run. And for those listening that have been on the Missouri state campus, uh, the football fields right in the middle of campus, he lives over by the sand volleyball courts, which is just to the left of Hammond student center. So probably like, uh, a mm, little less maybe than a half a mile away from the stadium if you're uh yeah i'd say a little less than half a mile for argument's sake he says run so we start running with this chain over our shoulders and we all have to run together like there isn't just one guy running so we're running over this is it remind you at 6 a.m we run to stacy thornton's apartment he runs up the stairs of the apartment complex and starts to absolutely beat the shit out of Stacy Thornton's door. <laughs> and come to find out, Stacy had heard him the whole time, but he decided he wasn't going to come out because the punishment was going to be better than what we were going to have to do. We proceeded to turn around, run back to the stadium, still with chain on shoulder. Still with chain on shoulder, I said. And... Um, we then get up to the stadium, run up to the stadium, big concourse, run up and down all the steps with the chainsaw over our shoulder, everybody having to do it together, run all the way down to the field. We line up the width of the football field in the, in the end zone. So we're all shoulder to shoulder. You do one air squat with the chain and your, and your elbows. And then the person on the far left passes it to their right. And then that, and then you do it again. And then you do it again, all the way down, 25 guys. And the last person is the person who has to squat the chains all by themselves. And thank God that wasn't me, but I was second to last. And my God, I'm not kidding you guys. It's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. After that, <laughs> there wasn't anything that I did that was worse. And, uh, that's my worst memory from college football. And that's just a glimpse. And that's just one day. I mean, not things like that don't happen every day, but like the work, the, the type of work that takes happens every day. Yeah. 
And people no, don't yeah. realize, people don't realize that. No, no, one, no, nobody, nobody, nobody understands. Exactly, and I mean, you you can say that about a lot of things. No one see. It's what they don't see. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, it is, and it is what they don't see. But like, what they don't see is real shit. People oh, putting in real hours is the realest shit. So that I'm glad you brought that up. That reminds me of. I don't know if it was like the worst or my least favorite memory, but it was definitely not the best thing that's ever happened to me. And it, it, it ties in Mr. Michael Briggs. Oh no, I know this one. Um, so. And Dylan maybe. And it, it was indeed Dylan. Yeah. So we did winning edge long story short. It was our hell workouts in January, February, as soon as we got back. February, no, February, March, you know, right around spring break. Second week of February, I think it started. Yeah. And it was longest, the first year we did it, and this was that year. We did, the worst section is you're paired up with two other guys. And long story short, the coaches make you do... Bear crawls left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, blah, 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 whatever they want. If you do it wrong, you go back and do it again. If you don't run off the mat, you go back and do it again. If you bitch a little too much, you go back and you do it again. This is the this was the craziest point. At one point, I literally saw so many people throwing up in a trash can that one person threw up onto another person because they couldn't make it in the trash can. They were trying to get in the trash can, and it was packed. So – Let's just have that now. So me, Dylan Cole, and Michael Briggs were paired together. And what me and Dylan did not realize at the time was, I guess, something happened to Michael's big toe. Yeah, he had like the worst blister ever. Yeah, a giant blister. I don't know if it was a toenail or what. But I guess it was really fucked up. (laughs) We didn't know that. And this dude kept fucking us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I time and time again. And it, it's not so bad when you're, you know, the second guy out of 10. But when you're the only team left, they'll send you back and then you immediately do it again. And then they'll send you back and you immediately do it again. Right. To the point where Dylan was screaming at him. If you're not. I couldn't even, I couldn't even fucking breathe. I thought I had asthma all of a sudden. <laughs> and Briggs is like limping around. <laughs> and they finally. The, one of the only times in Winning Edge the coaches finally showed mercy on us was because Briggs wasn't able to run anymore. <laughs> so we get out to the locker room, and Briggs takes his shoe off, and his entire sock is just a bloody mess. Yeah, it was nasty. So he got he got by on that one. I think that's the only reason that. Only because of that, though. You guys. Yeah, were Dylan didn't rip Dylan, his head off. Dylan said some choice words. Yes. You prayed for groups like yours, though, if you weren't in that group, because it made it way easier. Oh, we yeah. sat over there and, I mean, we rested forever. You loved to see it when it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Deep down, deep down, you loved to see it. Right. But hey. But yeah, but yeah, that was my least favorite. Just quick favorite. little glimpse into some memories we had from our days. Yeah, but. super fun college football for all those aspiring athletes. Right. Let's go back. We can go back to the present now. We probably yeah. have uh, how many more topics do you think you got, Curran? You know, I've got a couple. Um, Hit me with them. 
Well, this one, I'm not so sure you're ready to be hit with, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. I saw as I was browsing through the Springfield News Leader, Mike Mock? Yeah. Suing Springfield Public Schools. Yeah. Um, I was doing the same exact thing you were doing when I found out about that. I was just uh, literally on Twitter. Um, I know exactly what he's referencing, uh, why he's suing. And um, he has never gotten a fair chance from SPS, in my opinion. I don't, I, he comes from uh, like more of a community like a Monette or like a, or like an Ozark in Ohio where like football is king mm-hmm. and um, like nobody messes with the football team. Like they are number one and then it's everybody else. And it's just not that way around here. Like in, in Southwest Missouri, I don't feel like it. It just isn't like other, uh, not that other sports don't succeed in other States, but like football is not king. Football is not yeah. like, something that we're living and dying and breathing by like it's way more of a basketball baseball area than it is football true and so he's never had a good um he's never like uh been able to like wrap his head around that and so i think he feels a little bit slotted by sbs because they have suspended him for for uh getting kicked out of a game and i think he just like i think he's kind of just fed up with it so he's gonna try to <laughs> I don't know what he wants from it or what he's going for. I don't know anything other than what I read, but I think that's kind of where a person with an inside, and this is complete speculation. I have not talked to anybody from his family or him, but yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Tim. That's what I think. That's, that's my personal opinion, having known him as a player and having been able to work under him for a year. I would love to be in there right now, but yeah, you know, I'm going to stay out of it, but yeah. I think that's kind of what it stems from. It's interesting, though. Yeah, it is. I thought, you know, who better to ask than you? Right, exactly. Uh, I'd like to uh, another little piece of one of the uh, former episodes. Mm -hmm. You guys were talking about um, Jake Berger. Yeah. The the white, you know. White Sox. That's right. What a fucking stud am i right kid uh the kids face adversity and has bounced back every time and he's got himself in a really good spot on a really really good team team that has a chance to win the world series this year so we'll see it's been uh last time they won the world series in 2005 could it be burger magic i don't know could it be burger burger magic my question is jake if you are listening I don't know if you recall this, but I sure do. Economics 401. Uh-oh. Uh, so, you know, that all, it's all that needs to be said, but I would like it to be known that Jake, you do owe me one. So, you know, I don't know how we, where we go from here, but. Uh, he did say he wanted to be on the podcast. So maybe, uh, I mean, you're going to be on here a lot, but whenever he gets on here. Maybe I'll have to set that up. Uh, I'd like to hear, um, you know, what his side of the story is. It sounds good, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a good story. We'll, we'll wait until, you know, he, we can all but speak on it. Juicy cliffhanger. I like that. I'm a big cliffhanger guy. Well, yeah, we'll let him know. We'll let him, we'll let him think about it. Well, Curran, 
You got anything else? I'm getting a little uh, sleepy. I, you sleepy? I'm getting, like I said, dude, we're old. Tail getting old, ain't it? Yeah, dude. And this work shit's kicking my ass, but in a good way. But, it's true. you know. It's true. Hit the hay. You know, okay, I, and I am, uh, I am proud of you. I didn't, I saw that you said, what is, what is your job? Uh, strategic communication? You betcha. Anything in the communication media world, my guy, that involves sports. I'm there. Yeah, I'm on it. I, love it. I love it. Yeah. That's good. Well, buddy, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back with some more current news. Yes. And you have your own corner now of the podcast. You should feel lucky. I feel blessed. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you later, okay? Sounds good. Peace. Peace.